You are listening to Bicycle Retail Radio, brought to you by the National Bicycle Dealers Association. Welcome to another episode of Bicycle Retail Radio, brought to you by the National Bicycle Dealers Association. This is President Heather Mason. Thank you for listening. We're happy you're here. Do us a favor, leave a review. It helps members of our industry find our podcast. This podcast is designed specifically for the bicycle industry, dedicated to strengthening our retailers and cycling community. Today's guest is Tom Ranieri, owner at Paquati Outdoor Center. The Outdoor Center, located in Costa Rica, is about a love for adventure, never-ending exploring, and a passion for travel. They host guests from all over the world, and Paquati Outdoor Center also offers an affiliate program to bicycle retailers who wish to suggest and offer to their customers and riders a chance to experience the trip of a lifetime. That also will offer the retailer an important revenue boost for the referral. So today's conversation is about why now is a great time to think outside of the box with customer-centric conversations, and also to start thinking about packing the bags for a trip to remember. All right, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome, Tom, to Bicycle Retail Radio. Hey, Heather, thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, very excited to be on the show. Uh, you've, uh, your past guests are an uh, impressive list of uh, individuals, and uh, have a river guide from Costa Rica is, is something special, so happy to be here. Oh, Tom, I know you're a fan. You told me when we first met that you listened to the podcast, so when we started having these conversations, it was just natural to have you on as a guest. I always like to give our listeners some background. So I first met Tom and his family at the Big Gear Show this year, August. His daughters were super kind. We hit it off right away. And we've been conversing ever since. And he's always in this beautiful habitat. And we're always joking about a trip. You know, Tom, I am serious about this. (laughs) I I believe you. It seemed pretty serious last night when you were uh, sending over flight costs. and. (laughs) So I, I couldn't. I started looking it up. I'm like, how much does it take, you know, to get to Costa Rica? I found some pretty amazing. Two hundred. Yeah, I, I think our listeners should know that two hundred dollars was the uh, amount. That's round trip. So, if uh, I think I think that's all we need to say right there. We could end the show. I, I, I literally, for our listeners, I, I I emailed Tom. I was like, where is this airport? Is this close to you? I found this this rate he's like pack your bags now i'll pick you up <laughs> so it was really cool. but tom i mean seriously your daughter's just so awesome and really yeah. cool to have you guys at the big gear show no it, it was fun you know i'm i'm a lucky guy i uh, live with you know my wife niece and beautiful daughter and we uh we were able to go to the big gear show as a family and you know it's sort of went along very well with the show's vibe because it felt like a family vibe at the show yeah I, i'm just uh i'm a lucky guy what can i say it's so awesome when you know it right and you're right it was like this magic happening at the show and the family's pretty spectacular i don't mind i'm sorry i was gonna one of my favorite uh, things was when the girls were saying they they kept saying i was pointing out the president the president of mbda and they, i was like i gotta go remind me to go talk to her and the whole time they were just like, female president, yeah. And she's so young. <laughs> Thanks. So. That was cool. It was super cool. I loved to see all the women getting into the industry, you know, and you could tell your daughters were just jazzed about being there, supporting you, and seeing what was going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's one thing that, and more so in 
coming from Costa Rica, Latin America, you know, you have the machismo culture. We're probably about five, 10 years behind on, you know, progressive stuff that happens in the U.S. So to, you know, step into that world and see into the future is it's pretty awesome and motivating. So thank you for that, because I know you're a big part of that. All right, you're giving me goosebumps here. <laughs> All right, so I want to, we want to know more about you. We want to know more about the Outdoor Center and the affiliate program. And, you know, when you came up to me, we were just chatting for the first time, you know, at the Big Air Show, you were just beaming about adventure travel and how retailers could work with you to just explore, explore their, their options for making a customer-centric culture and really giving people options that maybe we hadn't even known existed. And you, you done, you've done your homework, obviously. So right. talk to me a little about like, the win that you see for retailers right now. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because I've been in the travel industry for almost 20 years. And, you know, just like a lot of industries, there's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of middlemen. So once you start dissecting it and looking at it, you know, there can be up to four or five people in the middle of an individual booking a trip. And so the pandemic started and then the bike boom began. And, I, you know, I was following that. You know, I have a lot of friends with rafting outfitters, stand-up paddleboard, bike shops. And I was just sitting back and I was like, wow, you know, this couldn't happen to a better industry. And then it, you know, it dawned on me. I'm like, why are we not, why isn't there more of a direct link for outfitters like myself and retailers that are having success right now and building these new list of contacts of, you know, the so-called hobby uh, COVID cyclists. And, you know, those same people are going to be leaving those shops in six months and spending, you know, their money on travel companies, you know, hopefully like ours. So why not sort of keep that in the family? Because, you know, we're all part of the, that's what I liked about the big gear show. It's like, we're all part of this outdoor ecosystem that just feels like, you know, we can work together and, you know, keep the money, uh, keep the money, you know, like I said, in the family. So it sort of sparked with that. And it's just, we developed an affiliate program based on that idea and the affiliate program. You know, we know you're running bike shops and we know the amount of time that goes into that well i don't personally but i can imagine you know i've you know i've heard the stories and so the uh the affiliate program is set up to where it's really no work whatsoever on your end all you're really doing is is sharing a link i mean i'm I'm sure most of the individuals listening are familiar with affiliate programs but if you're not you know it's all digital you just sign up and you create a link and with that link any purchases that are done from that link are automatically accredited to you. So we offer um, cash kickback or more importantly, which I value more is we're offering vacation credits. So if you sell some trips from your shop, you can come down and hang out with us and, you know, I mean, bike shop owners, what what could they use more right now than a a vacation, right? I totally, so I love what you're saying because you know, we've been talking about engaging these new cyclists and, and retailers have an opportunity right now to play a part in someone's journey, right? And so we have new cyclists coming in to bike shops, you know, getting outfitted to go into their own communities. And what's next as we start opening back up and travel does, 
let's encourage them to you know stay connected to the bicycle in a, in a way and what a great way to work with someone like yourself and and have a you know a network right there to suggest right and i mean you know i think you said it you know it's the be a part of their journey and their journey doesn't stop when they when they leave the store obviously you know i i've always thought that bike shops they're part of the travel industry whether they know it or not you know they might not be the you know, travel agency that you think of or company like that I'm running, but you know, you, you're selling bikes, you're selling the, one of the most basic and popular forms of travel that exist on the planet. And so to just dabble a little bit in our end of the travel industry, I think really is a, you know, something that, that connects pretty easily. You know, we're excited. We're just going to see what happens with it. All right, so I want to know more about Paquati Outdoor Center. When did you start it and what was your vision? Okay, the Paquati, first of all, Paquati is the name of a river. It's down here in Costa Rica. It's Costa Rica's most popular river for, for rafting. We, of course, get there on our mountain bikes to the, to the put-in, and then we raft down, and then we get to the lodge, and then you stay there a few nights, and then you raft out. The Nat Geo had it as one of their top five most scenic rivers on the planet, and it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's uh, it's what I fell in love with when I came to Costa Rica, and it's one of the reasons why I stayed. I started as a, a raft guide when I was 20 on the Pacuati, and just, I was on my gap year, and it, you know, I just finished my second gap decade. My parents, I think they finally figured out I wasn't going back to school, but... Um, <laughs> But, you know, it was just them putting groups together and getting trips and then, you know, being able to buy the land. We harvested all the, the trees on, on site to build the cabins. And it's sort of, I mean, it's, it's a work in progress. It started out as two cabins, four cabins, you know, six cabins, a little bit more land, nine cabins. Now we have the zip lines. And so it's, uh, you know. So you mountain bike to the river and then you raft to the lodge and you stay there. And I mean, this is not a trip of a lifetime. <laughs> it is, it is, you know, we'd like to, we'd like to think so. And it's, you know, and it's remote and everybody that comes, you know, they say that they're like, you know, we had the trip of our, of our life. And, you know, we, we honestly feel that, you know, we're, we're having an impact on, on people's lives. You know, that sort of stems to where, you know, working with small businesses come, comes from too, because, you know, I'll be honest, the last seven years of the business has been really well, but some of the passion just sort of, you know, I think it can happen to any business owner, no matter what, um, what business you're in. And it just became in this, it became more of a transaction than, than relationships. And I think, you know, for a lot of, I'm sure shop owners out there, you know, go through the same thing, but when the pandemic came, I was thinking, I was like, oh no, now I'm, now I've got diminished passion and no income. You know, things are going to be horrible. I got on the river that first day and it was just like, wow, the magic's still here. And it wasn't about, I'm like, you're going to be broke in six months. You know, it's, it's like, but you know, everything was okay. And then this whole idea of, I asked myself, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go after the bigger travel company contracts that, you know, some of which we have, or do you want to do like a, grassroots thing, something that, you know, I've always thought of, but just never been able to put in the fruitation. And, and the idea of, 
reaching out to these small business owners has been so much fun. I mean, I'm on calls with like-minded, you know, people like myself that we can, uh, it is business, but it's also, you know, a relationship, which is fun. And that's, you know, that's part of the business that I think I'll always hold close and want to be a part of at least my business structure. I know not everybody has the same uh, way of doing business, but that's sort of what we do down here. It's genuine and it's those memories you're making. And at a certain point, you just have to trust and go with your gut. I mean, I can see just looking at you. I mean, you're, you're happy. You're a happy human. You're like, you're following your passion, <laughs> evolving and you have no idea where it's going to take you. When we were talking earlier, you were talking about, I think, Columbia and some, something in the past that had happened there. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. The Columbia project is. You know, another thing I hold very close to my heart, my um, close friend, Don Rafagayo, who's the former president of um, International Rafting Federation. He, when the pandemic started, he was diagnosed with cancer and sadly passed in March. But him and I had sponsored a, a junior rafting team to go to Colombia. And the, the whole idea of, he had started rafting in Colombia. And the whole idea was to, go into the FARC territory where the, you know, the war had been going on for years and try to get these soldiers to change their machine guns for paddles. And so, you know, we go, they had just done the six piece agreement and we're, we are in the, the farthest, deepest, most, you know, it was a forgive and forget treaty. So we walk in and we're talking um, to the first guy and the, I was like, wait, and I looked them up on the internet. I'm like, whoa. And so, you know, you're really doing like, what would you call it? Just, you know, work that can really change not only lives, but just the whole way a a country can relate to 30 years of of war. And so it turned out that they're running an an ecotourism operation there now where they're receiving guests and they're taking them rafting you know, daily. And I, and when I go down there, I got to tell you, I think bikes, I'm like, man, we got to get like 20 bikes into this village because then the people will come, they'll stay two or three nights and then they'll stay another two or three days biking. And then, so it's just, it's just a neat way of how adventure travel can, you know, not only affect those that of us that are sitting in quarantine, but it can affect, you know, even, you know, a war zone. So. I mean, yeah, you have no idea like where that's, I love life because you have no idea where it's going to take you and you go into these situations and then, yeah, you walk away with just being changed, a changed human. Right. And right. Right. Yeah. Not to mention the change it has on, on yourself. I mean, I, I know I'm changed forever. Every time I, I go down the river, it feels just like I'm sure a lot of listeners, every time they get on their bike, it's, you know, it's their therapy. It's their, you know, what, what keeps us, keeps us going. We uh, talked a little bit, you, you spoke a little bit about the pandemic and, and maybe some of the ways that you took a deeper look at yourself through it. Did it change your business at all? And did Costa Rica experience a bike boom as well? Costa Rica did have a bike boom. I mean, it was a, it was a big bike boom, just like in the U.S. And it was, it was great. Our entire staff, we were, we were out probably three times a week and 
you know, we loved it. And this was, um, this was sort of, you know, in one of those ranges of where cases weren't, you know, too high and it wasn't too bad down here yet. And so the bike boom came, it did really well. We thought it was going to be six months here in the travel industry. So obviously it was longer than that. It had a huge effect on Costa Rica's, you know, number one industry is microchips for like Intel and computers. But then the second one is tourism. So it was a huge impact. And, you know, I've always felt the responsibility to, you know, try to, as a foreign business owner here to, you know, do, do what I can to keep everybody on staff, but it was impossible. And, you know, we're, we're a staff of probably 22 when we're full and we're down to like three now. And we're just, you know, we're very, very much ready to get everybody back and doing what they do. I, I'm thinking about the travel industry then, and I'm thinking about the bike industry. I mean, two completely different ways that we got through this pandemic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I always tell people, like, the, the travel industry and the bike industry could not have gone through the pandemic any differently. I mean, it was total opposite. The, the bike boomed, which is awesome. Couldn't have happened to a better industry. The travel industry literally shut off. I mean, borders were closed. But I do think that they're going to have similar long-term outcomes. I think the travel industry, well, I know the travel industry is going to, it's going to get a boom. I mean, it's, it's one of these, how many times do you actually have the chance to know what the next boom is? I'm with you. I'm like, I don't think people can wait to get out and start traveling. Right. 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 I mean, and we get a, there was this one lady yesterday. She just sent me these flights for $200. She's like, I'm coming. <laughs> oh, wait, that was you. <laughs> so I actually had to ask you, though, because and I, this sounds really silly, but I didn't even realize that we could travel again. I, I think some borders are still closed some places, right? But Right. Well, that's, and that's, it's the uncertainty right now. And, you know, this country has these things. That country has that things. Cases are up here. Cases are or down here, you have you still have to get a test to get into the U.S. from certain countries and from other countries. No, so it's the travel industry keeps saying, you know, it's the it's the return of the uh, travel agency because people need help in figuring out what's available. Mm-hmm. So I I'm really hoping that you know this might be travel might never get back to normal. It might be like after nine eleven, people were like air travel is never going to get back to the normal. And it never did get back to the normal pre-9-11. I mean, we now have to go through TSA, but now TSA is normal to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We might, we might be needing testing to get back into the U.S., but that might become normal for us. So we just uh, we don't know what the new normal is going to be, but at some point it's going to feel normal for people and they're going to start traveling a lot yeah and we're, we're we're starting to see it this podcast is brought to you by mbda membership and industry donors to continue providing education and content like the podcast you're listening to now we need your support go to mbda.com and join or donate today
I was completely shocked. I just did a quick Google search, like New York to Costa Rica, and right out of Newark, it's a five-hour flight. And like I said, round trip, yeah. two hundred and ten dollars. And then I googled, "What do I need to travel as far as vaccination proof?" Or not? And it was it's pr- actually pretty simple. And for me, Costa Rica always seemed like, "Oh, I'll never get there." But after looking into it for like literally five minutes, it was like, "Oh, this is easy. Right. <laughs> I can do this." It, it's it's very easy. I mean, my uh, my eighty year old parents they retired down here, and they they have they've since moved back, but they were down here for fifteen years, going back and forth. And you know, even now with the pandemic, they're coming down in in November. You know, they just fill out a health pass, and you know, you get a test, and they're making you get the test at the airport even. So they're yeah. making it. Uh, I was like, this is easier than going to California right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's talk about the current operation. You know, wh- what you're currently doing as far as um, you said your staff is a little bit lower, but I'm imagining you're still operating tours. And I want to know is it bike tours, water tours, hiking tours? You said zip lining. Like, tell me what yeah. we're doing. Right. Right now we're doing basically, we just had the, lot, the lodge open. So we're doing a few small group tours but we just have the lodge open and we're doing like for because really the only market we're getting so far is people that are already in the country so we're really sort of sitting back and just trying to get ready for the boom you know i'm not i'm not putting up google ads trying to get you know trips now i'm i want to we're building nine more cabins right now I mean, people are like, what are you, crazy? You're building nine more cabins? I'm like, did you see what happened to the bike industry? Uh-huh. You know, did you see what, don't you, I mean, I'm sure some bike shop owners out there, the minute they saw the pandemic, ordered a bunch of bikes, you know, and they probably did great off it. And so we're preparing for the boom that's coming. And part of that preparation is reaching out to small business owners and trying to prepare them to get in on it. And we're doing that two ways through the affiliate, as you mentioned, but then we also have a white label system. That's very easy. It's basically like a, a CRM that you just, uh, you know, it takes care of everything for you. So you don't feel like you're, you're starting a travel company on your own. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but we can come, so people can come and they can paddle with you or they can mountain bike with you or, can they put everything together in like a mixed tour? Yeah, we do like a, we put together a package. So let's say like your bike shop wants to do a week long adventure. And let's say you don't want to do it the affiliate. You just want to get, you want to build some community and run a trip from the shop. So you say, Tom, we want to come down. We want to bike for three days and raft for three days. We put together a six day trip based on, you know, what you're looking for, the amount of people, that you get signed up and we sort of customize it for you. We, you know, one of our favorite rides is biking from volcano to volcano. So we start at the Idasu volcano crater. We're looking down in it and then we bike over to the more active Turialba volcano, which is big. I mean, it's smoking daily. You can see it from here. That's in the clouds. But so, yeah, and then we do, you know, then we bike down through the coffee plantations and we get to the, a big waterfall. We hike over to the waterfall and, you know, this is all in the, the same day. So it's, the biking is the area we live in. I mean, just the way the locals 
we're able to enjoy the biking around here with so neat to see during the, the pandemic. And, you know, I know they got to be thinking, gosh, how, there's so many foreigners that come here, but, you know, not that many are, are biking. So, you know, we're trying to open that, you know, market a little bit and get people excited about them. You know, not biking, but also mixing it with, with other stuff. So like you mentioned, the rafting, the zip line, we've got a big Tarzan swing. You know, we have one event that is, we refer to as waterfall jumping, where you you actually jump off a 30 foot waterfall into the, you know, white foamy pool. So and it's, uh, and you oh, said yeah. coffee. I forgot about the coffee fields. Like, I don't know, this is like a must. The fact that you could just invite your friends, you know, invite your customers, your clients to join you and experience this, what I think is a trip of a lifetime. Tom, is, is there a better time of year to go or? You know, that's tough because there is what we call the dry season and the rainy season. But, you know, the rain doesn't, doesn't really affect. It's like if you're familiar with Florida, you get those two-hour afternoon showers. Mm-hmm. And then but you can fill the morning with activities. And I always tell people, if you don't experience the rain in the rainforest, you didn't really come to the rainforest. So, I mean, we're open year-round, and if you're into paddleboarding, I'd say come to the rainy season because the actual Caribbean is flat water and blue skies, but the mountains get rain, you know, and if you're, you know, and if you're into just sunshine, 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 then come during the dry season. So... (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I'm with you. I don't think, like, rain doesn't just diminish an experience for me. Actually, sometimes it can add. Right. So it just depends. Totally. Where are the majority of your clients coming from? Majority of our clients are from the, from the U.S. I mean, we do, get, we do get Canada. We do get European. Pre-pandemic, we were starting to get Asian. So we do get from, you know, from all over the world. But most of our our group trips that we run are from the, the U.S. I want to know, you said mountain bikes. So it's just mountain bikes, no road bikes at this point. Or We don't, we don't operate road bikes. I mean, um, the people do it. You know, I know I'm speaking to the, the bike industry. So road biking on, I would say, sketchy roads in Costa Rica. But they, you probably all have seen the, the been on all sorts of roads but yeah just for the moment just mountain bikes but with that said the big gear show certainly opened my eyes to you know just so much and while we do mountain bikes and we love mountain biking the e-bike industry and how that is going to be part of the travel industry you know i think is going to be huge in the years to come i mean just like it would it would make life even on the tours we do now it would it would be the coolest thing. Yeah, I was going to ask, are we, like, what is the ability levels? Are we climbing up huge mountains? Like, are people pushing their bikes if they, like, what does that look like right now? Uh, sometimes, you know, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to, to gauge. I'd say, for the most part, everybody's making the trip. You know, nothing too strenuous unless, you know, somebody says, hey, we're, you know, this is what we've done. This is what we're looking for. And we try to align something to their ability because you know the hills here are like straight up and down costa rica is 70 miles wide and the mountains are thirteen thousand feet 
So that's a steep, steep drop, both the Caribbean and the Pacific. So it's, I mean, you gotta, you gotta enjoy hills. I mean, we, again, we, we do it commercially, so we're not, nothing too crazy. And we, you know, try to avoid any hill that's too insane, but it's definitely hard to avoid. I'm going to come over and we'll, we're going to have to do some riding and I'll report back. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You're welcome. I mean, you're, you're totally welcome. You know that that's another thing that, you know, we enjoy doing. We do um, familiarized trips where like, you know, if you have a shop and you say, Hey, we want to, you know, run a trip a year. I'm always like, Hey, it would be much cooler if when you walked out of the airport, you know, you knew the guy that, you know, that was, uh, and you were able to communicate to your audience, you know, where you're going. Oh, yeah, don't worry, this and that. So, you know, if you're interested in a familiarized trip, you'll, I'll give you my information at the end of the, the podcast, and you can contact me for sure. So let's talk about, you mentioned a white label system, which sounds to me like you will pretty much take, a, take part in helping the shop execute their own trip. Can you talk more about that? Exactly. So... Basically, the white label system, it's set up in our, um, like in our CRM. So we give you like a domain and all you have to do is upload your, your logo. So in that system comes sort of like a, a media kit of what we have seen sell trips successfully. And a lot of it has to do, I'm a big, you know, fan of email. I think, you know, if you can, there's still time for email, you know, email. I know there's a lot of spam out there and whatnot, but those of you that have list and have been building list over the last 18 months, there's a you know way to do it. We, we offer a, a drip campaign. So we sort of, you know, it's just a system that walks you through the, the whole process. But white label is all the booking, all the follow-up emails are automated, all the, you know, the, the clients pay, they get their packing list and all that's automated. So it's basically just like an automation system for running trips, which again is the thought behind it is, you know, we've got a bike shop to run. So, you know, it sounds fun, but, you know, we don't have the time to take on another project. So, you know, while I can't say there's no work involved, there is, I would like to think like 80% less work involved with the white label system that, you know, we offer. And then retailers who decide to do this, they either can get a travel like credit or you said cash back too, or yeah. So we, uh, you know, we there's well with the affiliate, we offer uh, a cash back, or for every five trips they book, they get a trip. So if they want to give it to their staff at the end of the year, or auction it off, or or do whatever, you know, they have that choice. But then the white label system was sort of looking more for actual partners you know be like all right so let's let's partner up and you know make this run we can run it under your name and and then what do you need to make to make this worthwhile for you you know what do we need to make so it's there's two different sort of businesses we're we're trying to offer to the to the businesses and so you're basically the person. So if a retailer listening wanted to know more about how to set this up or, or what the you know revenue exchange would look like or anything like that, they're talking to you, correct? Right, right. Yeah. I was going to give my information so you can uh, contact me, but you know, I'm happy to 
hop on the phone or, or WhatsApp. I think, you know, the world, the U.S., my one con- pet peeve is that doesn't use WhatsApp. I think the whole world is, is using it. But um, I finally got, you know, I think I got most of my friends on it. It's coming. So I think the sooner you get on it, the better. And it's coming, you know, for commerce. They're doing, I think Facebook owns it. So I'm on the WhatsApp. We got to find each other. Oh, there you go. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Preaching to the choir. <laughs> I think it's because I worked for a Belgium company before. So, I mean, you just, Oh, there you go. Yeah. That'll do it. So you guys have bikes for people to use when they come over? That's part of the trip? That you, they don't have to bring any? Like, they just have to bring their... No. Yeah, we... You know, we're, we're sort of... Uh, we refer to ourselves as like an outfitter. So we have the stand-up paddle boards, the whitewater kayaks, the mountain bikes, the, you know, whatever you're looking for. We don't have the e-bikes yet, but as you know, that's on the list. But the idea is that you, sh- you know, your clients show up and they don't have to bring anything and just, uh, you know, get ready for some fun. You mentioned you have a good number of affiliates already signed up that you're working with. That's pretty awesome. We do. We have about 60 affiliates that have, uh, you know, been signed up and we're, um, you know, they're, they're very much engaging and promoting trips and, you know, driving traffic and we're just getting ready for the, I think, you know, they're, they're in the right spot. They're, uh, they're putting out little teasers to their audience. And then, you know, once this travel uncertainty turns the, the corner, I think it's gonna, it's gonna pan out okay for us. You mentioned that. <sighs> The Pequoddy River is so special to you when you went down it that you want everyone to experience it. Like, it's such a beautiful, what is it about it? Uh, that's a good question. That's a, that's a great question. I don't think I've ever put it into a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pristine. It's, you know, there's canyon walls that are 300 feet. There's 200-foot waterfalls falling on you know not on you well technically you could take the raft on them it's virgin tropical rainforest from start to finish it's it's remote it's you know it's everything you know you're looking for in the outdoors and it's you know it's, it's a magical place and you know i haven't met anyone that hasn't you know gotten off that river and just hasn't said that you know they didn't have that wow moment so i mean i think we all look for that wow moment in the outdoors and when we get it we're we're extremely grateful and when people get off that river they are they're hugging their guides they're like wow that was great so i mean i think my i have a venezuelan friend he went on it um he came over with his family from venezuela just uh two years two years ago which is a whole other story he calls it tom's fun factory (laughs) or no wait no yeah no tom's happiness factory and he's producing happiness at the uh the pokwadi is a happiness factory it produces uh happiness which which is which might be the reason why the costa you mentioned i you thought i was happy the costa rican people are happy you want to meet a happy bunch of people i mean i always tell people i stayed I stayed in Costa Rica for the nature and scenery. Second, the first was for the people. They're a fun group. They're always voted like up in the like top five as the 
happiest people on the planet. So I'm just I mean, why wouldn't you want to come down and hang out with happy people? That's what I was just thinking. Uh, you know, <laughs> in the bicycle industry, I, I feel like every day we're showing up, we're turning the lights on in the, in the store again. We're working with customers, trying to energize our staff, keep our staff going. And, you know, some of us will hop on our bike. That's our escape, which is great. But what an amazing experience to just escape to something completely unknown and just new. And I, I mean, I can imagine you can't walk, you can't help but walk away with just like shit and grin. Smile. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's, it's true. And I, you know, the way, what you just described was sort of like what I'm doing, but in reverse, you know, it's been so therapeutic for me to go to the big gear show, you know, get, meet you, get involved with the, the bike industry, which is something that, you know, I, I mountain bike, but I'm not deep in the, the industry by any means. And just to, you know, have this experience stateside of meeting the, the company owners has been awesome. And I think, you know, the reverse model of that is what you just described. You know, you're, you're in your routine in the, in the U.S. And why not just, uh, you know, flip the table and go down the, Costa Rica and take a trip with with Tom and get know, that happiness back. Get that magic back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, all right, so Tom, outside of retailers, you mentioned you also work with brands. I think you said Osprey. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, this recently, and this was another reason why I went to the big gear shows because I wanted to do some of that cross marketing with with brands, and there was it was great for that. I mean, I think every every brand there and then some that I wanted to get in contact with was there. And the idea is that across the river from us is all indigenous. I mean, the Kawekid indigenous tribe, they'll hike anywhere from two to seven hours to get to their homes in, in very rugged, very rugged terrain. And, you know, they might just have like a Hello Kitty backpack. That's all they'll have. And they'll make it, no complaints. In the story, and you know, our our tourists will show up with um, or our travelers with you know these state of the art backpacks that'll you know prevent spinal injury. It'll keep your stuff dry, and you know you can probably take it to the moon. And so, one of the ways that we want to give back to our neighbors who have helped us protect the river, who have helped us you know protect land that you know, we use for biking and things like that is try to work with brands to offer a pack for every trailer that comes down. They get a pack as part of their trip, but then we also donate a pack to um, the indigenous. So we're trying to outfit the indigenous in a project. We're calling it pack it forward, you know, and through this, you know, as a, you know, I, I do want to help. Sincerely, I do want to help. But I'm also a businessman. I want to, you know, we're, look, we're looking for stories. And you're just trying to, you know, get some, some good press. And, you know, and the brand, sometimes they'll, they'll tweet about you or, you know, say, hey, happy to be a part of, of this. And so you, it's just exposure that I think businesses can work together with each other. There's so, and the outdoor industry has so, so much opportunity for that. I mean, there's. You know, I mean, That's sure it's the same way. We've been preaching that, you know, and I'm just listening to you and I'm thinking, oh, my God, here's this amazing human who's like really going 
after making things happen. Like, and it's because you have a desire to yes, grow your business, but also do good things and, you know, just share something you're passionate about. And it's going to work because look at all the good you've already done. That's so. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a long pandemic, but you know, it's going to work. It's going to, everything's going to be fine. And you know, you're grounded every day. I want you to, you know, all you have to do is I could sit here complaining about not having any revenue for 18 months, but I just try to look the other direction and, you know, keep moving forward. I hope this is one of those magic moments that our listeners, you know, if they're listening, they're like, all right, maybe we should look into this because it takes zero investment. It's like 30 seconds of their time to go onto your website or give you an email and just trust this unknown course of like, okay, I never thought about this. I never even thought this was going to be part of our business plan or something that we would communicate to our customers. But here it is. I'm listening to this podcast and now I'm inspired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that heck, we'd be happy with that response. And it's, it's something that sounds very foreign probably to some bike shop owners, maybe some of run trips because I know a lot do, but you know, it's not new. It's, it's a system, you know, an affiliate program is, is, is Amazon, you know, that's what, what they do. It's, you know, there's a lot of companies that do it. You know, if Costa Rica is not your, um, not your jam, there's other companies that offer travel and there's other small businesses out there that you can, you know, work directly with. And it's, you know, it's pretty easy. You know, there's, there's a lot of Toms in the world that, uh, you know, would love to work directly with, with shops. So, you know, I, I think there's a lot of options out there and just because it's foreign doesn't have to feel foreign, you know? Right. But, uh, you make such a good point, you know, right now, retailers are, some are having a hard time with getting bike inventory. So their numbers aren't up. So we're thinking about other things they could do for revenue. And you're right. We're talking about travel to Costa Rica right now. We're talking about, you know, obviously what you're doing, but they could become affiliates with any other business. Like, you know, if you want to connect to your community on a deeper level, like just explore all these options. Right. Right. I mean, you know, you, you think of a bike shop as just, I mean, a place you can trust, you know, a community or, or whatnot. And if you have that, that community, you're really not limited to, you know, what you can do as far as, you know, selling, helping out, um, or partnering with other businesses, be it travel or like you said, you know, whatever. But I, but I do think, you know, we're at a, a moment that small businesses, you know, we have to work together. You know, we have to, we can't just sit back and, and wait for, like I can't just sit back and wait for the, the big company to send us 30 groups a year and, right. and be done with it. You know, it would, there's so much more value in, working directly with another small business owner. There's so much more joy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been like, I've been stressing, you know, think about why you started your business. What's your mission vision? Be unique, be your authentic self. All right. So Tom, why did you start your business? Can I just like call you out on that? (laughs) Yeah, sure. It started because I was the community I, I live in right now. It's a, it's a rural mountain community here in Costa Rica. It's about 30 minutes from the river. And I would stay um, 
when I was practicing to be a guy that would stay at a friend's house, I would stay at the mom's, you know, there was 12 women who six of them were single moms and, you know, they didn't have much, they didn't have income because, you know, it's just, there wasn't much to do in the rural setting at the time. So my idea was like, all right, I'm learning Spanish here. I've learned Spanish. All of you, you know, are just so fun to be around. Let's bring a, a school, let's bring school groups down to learn Spanish. You know, it'll bring in a little extra income. And so, you know, fast forward to 2020, and we had 25 school groups. And these women, they have formed this, I don't want to call it an empire, but, you know, just this rural, it's rural tourism. And just this rural authentic experience that is, it's on par with like Disney World. And so, you know, that's where the, and then the lodge and everything else sort of just evolved as part of, part of that. But that's, that's where it all started, you know, just, just having a purpose. I love that story. And when you said it's on par with Disney World, I was like, last night, as I was looking into Costa Rica more, I was like, I should be taking my kids here. <laughs> like, I was like, this is like, definitely a trip. Like, I should be letting $200. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. But I love the connection you're making with bicycle retailers. I love that you're looking at our industry and you're hopeful to team up with bicycle retailers. For me, it makes total sense. And I, I'm just thankful that your daughters were like, let's go meet the president. <laughs> let's go meet the president. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, like I said, at the Big Year show, I was the only travel company. So for all the listeners out there, I just want to, personally say thank you i know i'm an outsider i think somebody told me they're like be careful trying to get into the bike industry you know it's like what are you talking about everybody everybody i've met seems so nice so far so thank you for uh you know the space to you know speak and you know be a part of uh part of this and you know i agree with you if i didn't i wouldn't be here that you know this does make sense it, the travel boom is coming the bike bike shops are the are the gateway to the to travel in my opinion so it it doesn't make much sense for me for you know your your clients to walk in and and buy a hundred dollar helmet and then go home and book a eight thousand dollar trip on on a website you know from a third party that could easily keep that money in our sort of like big gear show ecosystem of outdoor enthusiasts which as you seem to know we need to we need to support each other and you know, make the best of it you're right though the bicycle industry is this seemingly a little hard to permeate you know to get into it's like but <laughs> i challenge our listeners to just just open up to this idea that this is a way to be really authentic like i can't remember if ever it's never happened that i've walked into a bicycle store and you know as I'm buying my mountain bike or getting the bike tuned up, or maybe I'm waiting for a flat to be fixed, you know, someone's talking to me about this trip that they're doing to Costa Rica and I could come and being a woman that is a, as a single woman to go on a trip by myself like that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, I'll, maybe I'll do it, but to know that someone else like that I trust from the shop was going, I might be more sure. inclined to be like, let's jump sure. on that bandwagon, you know? So, you know, and, 
and that happens a lot. People are, are surprised that trips sort of just fill themselves, you know, because it's so-and-so told so-and-so and so and just word of mouth. And, you know, like you said, you might not have ever take that trip because, you know, you just never had the, the experience or reason to. But, you know, until somebody puts something together and then voila, it's filled up. Not only are you offering a unforgettable experience to your to your guests and you know just building community for the shop, but we're we're making money, you know. So it's sort of a a win win win. Tom, do you guys do you have any plans to come to the U.S. again? Any other shows on your schedule as of this point, or anything that you're thinking about? No, not not for the rest of the year. I mean, we do want to go to the Big Gear show next year i mean i've got a few on my radar but nothing nothing close to uh definitely not for the rest of the year we're just if a shop uh, wanted to put together like a white label event like you know pick their own dates pick their own thing work with you to get that going what is the like from when i contact you how how long out? Like, what is the planning time? You know, just for shops who might want an idea of how long that could good, together. Good question. Good question. And you know, pre-pandemic, I knew this answer. You know, and then I, you know, I listened to like travel podcasts, and they were talking about how the searches for, you know, last-minute trips is going through the roof. The transatlantic opened and transatlantic went up six hundred percent on, you know, reservations within that week, but. I, would, I think for the most part, our types of trips are going to sort of be consistent with that three to six month period, if not more. So, you know, we have trips on the calendar for, for next October. We have trips on the calendar for, for March. So I would say six month average. And how is, you know, back to that white label, I really like the idea of like a shop trip. Is there a certain number, like a minimum number of guests that you need to get to go with you? Six is sort of our minimum number. And then we do, um, the pricing is done from six to 11 and then from 12 to 18. Okay. So, you know, and it gets cheaper as you, as you get out That doesn't seem like a big ask to get six people to want to go. Like, I'm like, maybe no. we should organize an NBDA white label trip. Like, Let's do this. I think I think you should. <laughs> That's why we're. Who wants to go with me? I'm going. <laughs> you know, it's funny you said that because that's a another thing. I mean, shop owners got to be thinking vacation right now. Right. I mean, they've just been going, going, going. So I, I mean, and yeah. I know we I can. I can imagine. We have this like core group of, of retailers that seem to show up every Monday for this Monday mingle that we do. And we have other people who come, but there's like a core. And I'm like, oh my God, we get the Monday minglers together in Costa Rica. It's going to get crazy over there. <laughs> it's flying, flying on a Monday. I, I'll be at the airport waiting for you. We'll mingle. <laughs> we'll mingle on Monday in Costa Rica. I love it. How do you, how do you say mingle? How do you, I was thinking, how do you say Ming in Spanish? But I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm not fluent. <laughs> oh, what's the food situation like? What like? Are, how's that? Food, food in Costa Rica is delicious. Oh. It's so fresh. I mean, you've never had a you haven't tried a pineapple until you've eaten a Costa Rican pineapple. 
So the, are food um, and drinks part of the trips, or is that like how's that all work out? Yeah, we everything's included. Alcoholic beverages are not included, but recommended. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, two dollars for your imperial beer and imperial or pilsen. Those are the two cer- cervezas, your Spanish class for the day, and then. All your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know, we include with some variety. We adapt to any dietary restrictions that you have. So, yeah, I mean, food's, uh, yeah, we like to eat. Yeah, I'm That's like, a, right, drinking and eating is something that <laughs> cover that. All right, so let's share your contact information and the, the website and, yeah. Okay, so... The website is www. Say it. Pacquari. Pacquari. Very good. Outdoor Center. That's P is in Pennsylvania. A is in Arkansas. C is in Charlie. U as in umbrella. Umbrella. A is in Arkansas. R is in Randy. And E is in English. Pacquari Outdoor Center. Dot com, And that's the website. You can go down to the bottom and you'll see a link to uh, become an affiliate. And you can click on that link and there's uh, three or four questions that you'll fill out. And just like that, you'll be an affiliate. And you'll get, a, you'll get an email automated. And if you come from a bike shop, I'll we'll hop in there and make sure it's not just an automated email. And I'll send you over one. But it's pretty simple to to join and then if you just go to the website there's a chat bot you can type something to that chat bot i will get a text on my cell phone and i will answer you immediately if i don't answer you immediately it's because i'm probably on the river or biking yeah and for our listeners as well it's heather at mbda.com send me an email and i'll send you the link to the website and tom's contact information as well awesome Tom, this is awesome. Like, I'm serious. I'm coming to visit. I'm going to follow up with you later today. <laughs> Heather, I, I, you better not be uh, playing with me because, you know, I got that trip on the calendar. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you for coming on. It's been just a pleasure. Rochelle and I have loved our conversations with you. And, you know, you are an association member of the MBBA, and we can thank you enough. You're supporting retailers. I think we're doing our newsletter launch this week, actually. So I got to get with you to get... I'll follow yeah. up. <laughs> I got to yeah. do that too. That's all right. <laughs> but thanks for making the time for sharing the information. And this is truly something that I definitely want our, our listeners to get behind. So please email me, Heather at mbda.com. I'll connect you over to Tom. Tom, I'm like jealous. Looks like you're living the life over there. I can't wait to experience this river. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Heather. It was, it was such an honor uh, to be on the show. As I mentioned before, you're, your list of guests I know come from some pretty interesting people in the industry and I just want to share my gratitude to, to the industry for, for letting the river guide mountain bike loving guy from Costa Rica come on the show and, and share a little bit about what we've got going on down here. It's so awesome that we build on these relationships and you know, you never know what's going to come and, Next year, big year show, we're going to be hanging out and it, the family just expands and that's how it naturally. Right, right. And it's, that's, that's what the, the magic of that big year show, it's, it's the outdoor, you know, it used to be 
paddle sport retailers. And before you, the bike show, I think was, was one thing, but it's the outdoors. I mean, every, everybody, you know, that's in the outdoors likes to bike or raft or kayak or whatever. So let's bring it together and make a community out of it. One thing. You know, strengthen with numbers. I love it. I love it. So that is it. Thank you, Tom, for coming on. I invite you to connect with me. Come on Bicycle Retail Radio. Share your story with our listeners. Lots of love. There's lots of great webinars coming up. Those Monday member mingles. Don't forget to share your favorite episode with your friends on your social media platforms. We thank you for listening and appreciate your support. And with us, we go. This has been Bicycle Retail Radio by the National Bicycle Dealers Association. For more information on membership and member benefits, join us at nbda.com. Mm-hmm.